Welcome, guys, to episode 11 of the Mortgage Strong podcast. Got an exciting uh, podcast for you today. I've got my three amigos, my three partners in crime, and my three everything, really. I've got President Ben Paul, I got COO Michelle Rocha, and I got CFO Erica Martins here. So, you, you guys are getting a big part of the First Trust family today. We're going to have some fun with this and talk a little things First Trust, little things personal, and, and a little things Christmas. We're here. Uh, about a week before Christmas, and it's exciting time for everybody. And and just just glad to have you guys on the on the podcast this morning. So, you guys want to say anything before I jump right in and put you on the spot and ask some questions? Welcome, Ben. Hey, it's good to be here. Yeah. Thanks for finally getting us on here. Yeah, well, <laughs> it's kind of been a, a point of contention to some of them because there's been a lot more important. No, no, uh, that's, that's, that's cold. No, there's nobody more important than these three. <laughs> And, and very appreciative of them. And uh, so, and I know Michelle, you know, I'm not going to put you on the spot, but Michelle loves talking and public speaking. And so we'll have a good time with the cuts and edits on you, Michelle. But, but <laughs> what we want to talk about today, and you know, 2023 has been a, I'm going to say it's been a great year. In, in mortgage, it's been a, it's been a, a bumpy road. It's been a, a long winter. Ben talks to his sales guys about because we have faced a lot of adversity. Uh, company wide, we face some adversity. Personal wide, we face some adversity. But overall, we survived. We're here. We're together, and we're moving forward. And this week, we spent a lot of time going over, going over 23, and also looking ahead towards 24. But with that said, Ben, I'll put you on the spot first. We know you think ladies first, but I know. Uh, I just put you on the spot. So talk a little bit about a personal win for you. And it could be work, but it could be personal at home. I kind of rather be personal if you've got something for 2023. All right, 2023. Uh, let's see, personal win. I would say something I don't always talk about, but you know, it, it is probably the most important thing to me is my family. Um, I obviously married up like so many of us have. But uh, our kids, I, I kind of love on them and forget about them a little bit. Uh, but Peyton, uh, for 2023, I would say my personal win is watching her grow. She's turned 18. She's a senior in high school. But from all the work she did over the last three years, both in school and part-time job, she's actually at UCO now full-time in college while being a senior in high school. And she got accepted to every college she applied to for her next year. So I'm really proud of her. Um, you know, it's one of those things as a parent, we tell them, we try to teach them, they don't listen. Then somebody else tells them, oh, look, here's some latest and greatest, but it's really cool to see the hard work and the effort pay off and a trusting God to take care of all. So really proud of that. That is awesome. It's awesome. It's really, really fun for y'all, but it's also a little scary for you and you, you know, next steps and. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I've got a baby girl myself out on the road in college. So I, I know what you're going through, but that's, that's really cool. And, yeah. Man, there's no doubt she gets uh, that, that hard work from, from you and Kendra. And it's cool watching our kids grow up. Michelle, you got a win for 2023 besides being married to Jason. Jason, shout out to you, my man. I didn't know that was a win. <laughs> uh, well, my win would be this time last year. I was asked what my goal for this year was to be a grandma. And so we found out a couple months ago that I'm going to be a grandma in March. So that's my win for the year. That is a heck of a that's win. Awesome. And I'll just go ahead as the old guy in this crowd speaking from personal experience from this past March. I became a granddad. <laughs> And there's nothing like it. And you're going to be a fantastic, even though you're way too young, you're going to be a fantastic grandma. And uh, that baby's going to have so much love. That's exciting. That's a huge win. Erica, I'm going to move over to you and uh, 
tell me a little bit about your 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 one big win. You got a lot of wins. I know you're getting sit by me right now. That's a win. For <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was going to say. Now, actually, this is personal, but I guess it could kind of lead over to professional. So you know, you talked about it's kind of been it it's been a hard year, but not really hard. It's just been different, and it's been busy in its own way. And so uh, we are all like this, and I think people listen to podcasts and any kind of fast-paced industry. Um, we have a hard time like turning it off. And uh, so my husband and I, we, and we have a son, so there's the three of us now. We've done really good over the years of, of creating a, a really good atmosphere. But in times like this, when things get really more difficult and things change really quickly and the stress level, you know, amps up, it's easy to lose some of that and things to get hard. And I'm very proud that we were able to maintain that good atmosphere at home and our good relationship with one another, be uh, understanding, you know, of when someone's running a little too hot or, um, you know, know that someone is, <laughs> is too into something like, listen, chill out. Like that's my husband, I would say, that is one thing I'm not good at. He is very good at it. And so I'm just really kind of proud that we maintain that. I mean, it doesn't really probably feel like a big, oh, amazing thing but if you think about how hard it is to be consistent and intentional with relationships at home then and then to keep it when you're going through a lot of you know unknown things and stressors i'm just really proud of that really cool because we talk so much about loving what we do and loving who we do it with and it's, it's evident in this room today but it is hard because we do so much for each other and so much for our, our internal first trust family members Sometimes our real family members are taking the brunt of that in some ways. And it's cool that you guys kind of have a plan, but even more cool, you're acting on the plan and you're executing the plan. It does no good to have a plan and then throw it to the yeah. wayside. And, and that's that's really cool. And, and so so you guys know our husband's name, Tucker, and he, uh, he is a really cool dude. And he takes a lot from this company. And I'm appreciative of Tucker because of the way we utilize i won't say abuse but utilize <laughs> in a lot of ways and, and guys that are in mortgage you know what happens and yeah. so that's, that's a really big thing and we we preach all the time in here all four of us to our people work-life balance family first and sometimes we need to wake up and preach and teach ourselves a little bit because we don't always act on what we say and that's a really really good win so thank you for that you know, this week we've uh, been together all week. We've had some pretty long days and long nights, which includes a lot of fun. And uh, we've been doing some planning. And during that planning for 24, we were also doing some reviewing of what happened in 23 within our walls. And so, guys, being on the podcast, as Ben said, I don't ask y'all enough, so I'm sorry. But we have consumers listening. We have other professionals. We have mortgage people. It, it, it's a it's a good following. And so not everybody knows, you know, what we do and how we do, but from a first trust win, okay, in whether it's in your department, another department, or it's one single person, I don't care. Why don't y'all give me a, a, a first trust win for y'all for 23? Again, Ben, I hate to put you on the spot, but you're the dude in the room, so I'm putting you on the spot. <laughs> you, you go first. All right, I'll lead the way. Uh, okay, so 2023, I'd say biggest win. There's a lot of wins, obviously, but coming in October 2022 to the company, I'm the new guy. Right. Um, it's it's been really cool to get past the first few months, the honeymoon, the learning what's up and finding out all the things you didn't know beforehand. Get past all that. And then you get incorporated. And, and everybody here has been so welcoming, both of me and 
leadership piece of, of growing. And one of the great wins of that growth, I think, is how we as a whole, as we've heard this week in our reflection, is incorporating everybody, whether they're far away in other states, right all the way up to Tennessee and down into South Alabama. Um, no, I'm not going to say it, Toby, if you're listening. But ultimately, <laughs> watching that whole team from all over come together and be resemblant of what you've built here. So that, that's I know it's a team win, but that's the one I feel the most proud of. No, it's awesome. It's awesome. He, and he's so right. You know, we've been open 20 years and we bring Ben in last year and, and his leadership has been so accepted, which is which is a product of our people and our family with him. But he's done a great job to, to build that trust and build that acceptance. And no kidding, we're from Illinois to South Alabama, over to Tennessee. I mean, just all over uh, Missouri. So it's cool, and and we're filled with people that have like-minded, like goals, and customer first expectations. So really exciting, and, and and we've been planning, you know, with your sales group. I'm so excited to see what 2024 brings. It's Michelle, uh, tell us a little bit, or tell us one big, small, and uh, win for you in, in 2030. Well, I actually have two things. One was being promoted to COO, and then second is watching the team that I have in the office center and all the ones in the other offices that we have grow together as a team, playing together as a team. Not only that, just really watching them grow in their knowledge and becoming more confident in what they do. So, Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'll kind of extend on what she said about watching them grow in their knowledge because 23 is a units and a number year is down. Anybody in the mortgage world knows, anybody in the real estate world knows. But Michelle and team did a good job of finding ways to get better at everything with pulling numbers are back there. And to also, you know, hold ground when we were a little panicked on why the numbers were down and stay steady and very appreciative of her leadership. And she's got guys and gals from sitting right with her and sharing over to East Tennessee and then in you know underwriters from all over and, and so kind of like Ben and Erica if you have to manage from a hard time but you do a good job just like the other two nobody's ever on an island we stay connected and we do things but it's been a good year for your office team and really excited to see where they go next year as numbers increase from Ben's team no pressure. Yeah. No pressure. Uh, <laughs> Erica, as the CFO, there's a lot of hats you wear, you know, and probably nobody sees a good year to bad years quite the same as the CFO. So, so, but we're all positive here today, Erica. So let's talk. Uh, let's talk about a, a win or two to you, you know, within our within our roles. So, uh, thinking through this, you know, Ben did kind of mention like just the teams overall, but one of the things that I really thought I was proud of really for all of us, you know, again, talking back to when things are different or things change and, you know, I don't like to say the market was hard, it was just different, right? They're all different, but there are some times where you get in a rhythm, but when your rhythm gets shaken up and you have to have to do things differently, you have to focus on other things. I think it's very easy for people to, the worst to come out of people, for teams that have any kind of a crash for the crash that just really exposed things. And so I really look back and think about how all that adversity, instead of exposing, you know, huge cracks for us, 
it exposed really how strong we were because we could sit in a room, the four of us, or the four of us and some other department leaders, or even, you know, just, you know, a processing member, and we can talk about what's good and what's bad, and everyone is just really focused on, well, what, what do we do? How do we fix it? How do we celebrate this? Nobody's angry. Like, we just get along, and I feel like that has not happened everywhere. I mean, I have a regional LinkedIn feed all the time, and I'm like, ooh, you know, but it makes you kind of thankful for the fact that you work with people who can take on adversity and the way that it brings out sometimes the worst in you, like, you know, if you run really hot and you're around people and they, they know, like, you mean well and they trust you. And that, I think I'm really proud of that. And I think it's really kind of dumb, but Ben reminded me of it the other day. Um, so I don't know if this is common in any industry, probably not mortgage, but I don't think you usually probably say, oh, I have a salesperson who wants to come on board. I think I should kind of call the head bean counter and have a conversation with <laughs> like, Nobody wants to put, like, oh, oh. Our CFO, that'll be that'll that'll get him to sign the dotted line. But um, one of our regionals did have a recruit, and he didn't really think she was super interested. And he's like, you know, you guys remind me of each other. Would you talk to her? And I just talked to her. And, um, anyway, she came on board. I like to take credit for that. Maybe I was the reason, maybe not. But I thought it was cool, and it felt, you know, like oh, I can contribute in other ways, right? Because you always, everyone wants to see, you know, the fruit of their labors and where they can make these better. No doubt. No doubt. And I'm going to make sure we don't make Erica run hot because that's the second time. That's the second time she hot. said that. I was like, hey, well, I'm sure you picked up on it, but this may be done. But Ben said it. No, we are hard. We have a good time, but the real things I picked up there to talking about. Let's not use the hard market. Let's use the different market and something that we've been able to do as a group. And and, and we talked about it this weekend in some of your meetings. Is our people have a seat at the table. They have a voice, and it, it doesn't go on deaf ears. We listen to it. When when we have a, a you know a different market, a minimum we use hard or bad or whatever. You know, we're really good together collectively and taking a pair because we're really smart on this thing here. Let's use this and Ben's really good here. And we adjust and adapt and we control what we can control. And by, by doing that, that difficult market, that that different market, well, we can, you know, transform into what's the competitive advantage first trust offers during this market. And I'm thankful to have people around me that can pivot on the go, can shoot with their left hand on the right hand and lay up, whatever we need to do to make things work. But more importantly, we're around a group of people that when we communicate it out, we do it in a way that our people believe us, trust us, and that's the biggest thing that we have going for us. Even when sometimes we make some changes pivoting that they don't want to hear, they know for the greater good. And again, I, I said it early, couldn't do any of this without you three. I'm so thankful for y'all. So keep going. You know, we've got a lot of things going on and we are a week out before Christmas. I don't know when the podcast comes out, but right now we're a week before Christmas. And so we can't not talk about Christmas. I mean, Christmas is the is is the biggest holiday to me in the history of the, the birth of Jesus and means so much to so many. So not going to say too much because I don't want to steal anybody's thing. Ben, what does Christmas mean to you? All right, me first again. Uh, you know, Christmas is my absolute favorite time of the year. There's something to be said about you just walk down the street, right? Any stranger, anybody, everybody's just a little bit more happier and it just makes life better. It makes you remember things. It makes you 
love on your family maybe a little bit more. If nothing else, you go rack up and buy some new gifts and new toys, right? There's a little bit of an excuse, but most importantly to your earlier point, I, I think it's just, it's a good time of the year to stop, look back, and also remember that Christ is the reason for it. And, and that's a huge deal to me. So that, that's that's my reason. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah, it's, it's nothing like a little cooler and you walk down the street and whether it's Merry Christmas or how are you, people do have a different pep in their death and, and it's really fun time. Miss Michelle? <laughs> well, Christmas means to me pretty much just enjoying time with family, taking in the moments you can with the ones that may or may not be here and then also the ones you have all the time but mainly just focusing on family and what you have and being thankful for it. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, as we talked earlier, sometimes we neglect our, our real family. Maybe it's not even your, your husband or kids because you do see them at night, but that grandmother or that aunt or uncle and, and life gets so busy and we got to do a better job as a, as a world to slow it down. And we're not going to solve that right here, right now. But to be thankful for the time you have with family, uh, you know, you don't know how long you have with them. And, and, the, and Christmas almost forces us to do that, you know, and it's such a such a joyous time, Erica. So, I, I mean, I feel like I'm echoing them a little bit. But the That's whole... the thing about one third. <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I like, you know, the, the season, you know, that you, it's getting together and it's it's doing things with family. I talked a little bit with our teams about joy, you know, the joy of the season. Um, that being, you, you get reminded of that a whole lot harder and, um, of course, you know, the reason for the season. But another thing for us, that, and we get really very thankful around the holidays. So uh, Glenn mentioned my husband and, and he's in law enforcement. And so our holidays always, all holidays, look a little different than everyone else's. And um, we often celebrate on alternate days or we're moving around times or we're even having multiple celebrations. And I actually do like that about Christmas for us because we get to kind of, it may just be one day for everyone else. We get to carry, you know, that joy and that togetherness. We may have it like for three days in a row or for an entire week. And it's a, it can be exhausting when you're not a super duper people person, but it's fun. <laughs> <story. laughs> we couldn't tell. <laughs> but to Michelle's point, it builds in that opportunity to slow down and to be and spend be with and spend time with people like the extended part of the family or you know grandparents and aunts and uncles. And, um, I love that. Yeah, and I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of that's a segue for me here to say something okay. uh, really cool because Tucker, her husband, is a police officer and and first press definitely supports all blue and black and, and police officers. It's just a big deal to me. But she was telling a story last night. I don't know if it was at dinner or after dinner, but sometimes on Christmas morning, if he's working, they choose what time, depending on the bad guys he's chasing or not chasing, if he can have 10 minutes to, to swing by the house. And I think some of us take for granted the tuckers of the world and the things they do for us. And I think it's so important you know, as a group, matter of fact, we're going to talk on the podcast. Yeah. This would be good. But we, I wouldn't like that. So, but we, we take for granted, you know, whether you know you're you're in the army, navy, you're policing and fire, and there's so many things. And I'm left a half of them out, but we take for granted how 
needed they are, how important they are to us. But we also take for granted what they sacrifice to their families and doing what they do. And so just a shout out to all of you guys and gals. I love y'all. Thank y'all. And Tucker, thank you for having Erica and her reminding me of things that, you know, in my hustle and bustle, I forget because it's really cool. But guys, I'm so thankful for you three. So thankful for you guys being on the podcast. Going to have a good group uh, of shows next year. We're going to continue this. We did 11 podcasts this year. It's our first time. Some of them were a total train wreck. But the, 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 what I realized, the more we were just transparent about things and not care about the hiccups and the mess ups the better it is. And I think every one of our listeners, and if anybody, I've said this a few times, if you ever have anything you want to talk about or you want to have a guest come on here, just reach out to me, reach out to to Camden or whoever within First Trust Walls. We're all in this together. Would love to have you. And most importantly, it's, it's right here, you know, we're celebrating Jesus' birthday. I want to wish every single one of you a very, very Merry Christmas. Enjoy your family. Uh, wrap your arms around and pick up that phone call that friend you hadn't talked to in a long time and here's to a huge huge 2024 from everybody first trust merry christmas